0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Time Out with the Sports Doctor. Um, Really glad to have everyone back. I want to take a few minutes to say thank you uh, to all the listeners, um, all the followers. Thank you for all the support that you've given me over these last few months. Um, It's been very encouraging and inspirational um, as we continue to uh, try to bring you content that's meaningful. You know, there's Been a while since I've had a solo episode, so I really just want to take some time to talk to you um, and tell you about some exciting things that we have going on with this podcast, some new things that we have. You know, first, as I've posted some on social media, I mentioned in the past, this podcast is continuing to grow, um, continuing to get traction in several polls, and that's simply because of your support, uh, simply because of the fact that you continue to show up. And you're also um, doing a great job of rating this podcast and leaving positive reviews, um, because that all really counts um, and giving credibility to the show and as well as allowing other people to be able to see it um, in the algorithms. So I really appreciate your support um, and I really appreciate just coming, you coming back every week. Uh, some new things that we have going on with this podcast, um, if you have not been to the website at drderekthesportsdoctor.com, uh, please check it out. Um, on the website, you have the ability to uh, connect with me either by uh, text message, or excuse me, by email, or by voice message. You can actually leave a voicemail, ask a question, uh, make a suggestion, and I'll try to incorporate it into a future show. Um, you can also leave a review right there on that website um, you can even register as a guest if you're interested in being on this show or know someone who might be a good fit uh, to be on the show uh, please just enter the information and we can contact you uh, so also from the website you can access all the content you can access um, every episode that we published um, up to this point is on the website so just check it out also another interesting feature on the website is that um you can enter onto our email list. And email list is another way that we can stay connected. Uh, We can give you updates when new episodes are released. Uh, We can give you updates about new information about the show. So uh, go to the website, uh, browse around, check it out. And also you connect with us on that website. So enough about the website. You know, We just are very excited about all the growth that we're having. And I wanna continue to get give you the content that's, content that's meaningful to you. So give me feedback. You know, Do you want to hear more solo episodes? Do you like the interview style? Uh, what topics do you want to hear more of? Uh, just reach out to me. So one thing I want to speak with you today is about something that's been kind of heavy on my mind. I listened to another colleague's podcast a few weeks ago, and this episode really touched me, uh, even to the point that The topic that he was talking about, I went and researched it, and he was talking about a book. I actually went through and immediately uh, downloaded the book and listened to it on Audible, Um, and I've actually, at this point, gone through it twice. because This is something that really touched me, so uh, it's about the topic of being a busyness. Uh, So busyness is something that, I guess, from a cultural standpoint, I'd say that we kind of almost glorify being busy, Uh, not necessarily being productive, but just being busy. So I'm going to talk to you about the next 15, 20 minutes or so. Uh, I'm not preaching to you. Trust me, I am really talking to myself. So this is something that I'm really trying to get uh, to work on and really trying to get into my spirit. So, you know, I'm doing this episode so I can go back and listen to it and hopefully it'll help someone else as well. Uh, So the uh, topic, as I said, was busyness. So the name of the book and the author of the book is Dr. Garland Vance. The name of the book, it's Getting Unbusy. Um, And the book is really talking about just being busy and kind of glorifying busyness. So busyness um, is defined as when your commitments exceed your capacity. So when your commitment exceeds your capacity. Now, this doesn't mean that you're doing bad things because many times we're overcommitted with doing good things. And many times we feel that um, the being busy is important to be meaningful or it's important to wear it as kind of like a badge of honor. You know, have you ever felt like when even if you're busy or not, say even if, if you're having the slowest week ever? If someone asks, come up to you and say, Hey man, how are things going? Have you ever felt the need to just say, You know, do, everything's going great? You know, I'm busy, but everything's going great. So sometimes I feel personally that I just default to say I'm busy. And I guess that's because I'm just so used to being busy. If I'm not busy, then it feels like something's wrong almost. Or do you ever say, um, I'm busy, but I'm a good busy, so it's okay. Uh, so in this book, uh, Garland Vance speaks about how busyness is not good and how it actually does not lead to productivity and how busyness really can even be a stressor in our lives, um, is poor for our health, it's poor for those around us, and how being busy can affect not only you, but it affects everyone that you lead, from your co-workers to your your children, to your relationships, to your family. Uh, So as we get more responsibilities, in my mind, I need to be more efficient. So what I'm really focusing on is how do I become more efficient? How do I alleviate things that are not important? And how do I make time for things that are really important in me achieving my goals and dreams? So let's just kind of talk about a couple of things that were brought up in the book. Um, So one thing, when you hear the word busy, or when I hear the word busy, or that I have too many things that I need to accomplish, the first thing that my mind goes to is that I need to be um, a better manager of my time. So I need better time management skills. Um, But he negates this thought. And he says that if the problem is having too much to do, Then doing more is never the answer. So, if the problem is having too much to do, then doing more is not the answer. So, you don't need to learn how to manage your time better. You need to learn how to manage your amount of commitments that you take on. So, the only way to not be overly busy is to um, get rid of some of your commitments. So, what are some of the signs of being too busy? Um, Do you always feel exhausted? Um, do you feel forgetful, you know, are you? do you feel like your mind you're not able to focus um, that you're not truly paying attention on any one task because your mind is always on the next task or something that you need to do. Um, are you experiencing headaches, uh, fatigue, migraines, is that especially if that's not something that you normally um, normally have, are you having trouble sleeping, you know. One thing, when I'm really busy and I have a lot of things on my mind, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and my mind just seems to be racing um, and, you know, have trouble getting back to sleep because I'm literally trying to solve all the problems or thinking about what I need to do the next day, you know, in the middle of the night. As I mentioned before, busyness is not because you're doing bad things. Business can be an overcommitment to too many good things this is one thing that really hit home to me um, is that busyness will keep you from achieving your dreams. Now, why is that? Um, Because busyness can make you sacrifice your passions and your priorities on the altar of good commitments. As I mentioned, it's not about doing too many bad things. It's not because you're out running the streets or out, you know, doing bad things. It's because you want to be present all the time, maybe at work, You want to make every meeting. You want to make every practice for your kids. Um, You want to make, you know, every, you want to make everybody else happy by always being present. So, but you could be sacrificing your dreams. So is it really worth it? So I'm going to say that again, busyness makes you sacrifice your passions and your priorities on the altar of good commitments. So that one stung a little bit for me. Um, And it also leads to feelings of stress, overwhelm and exhaustion. So he mentioned uh, busy people to hoarders, kind of a comparison to hoarders. So, you know, we've all seen probably an episode or two of a hoarding um, show, and it always seems just ridiculous. Like, how does this person live in an atmosphere where they can't even walk in their front door because they collected all these goods or all these things, material things, that keep you from even being able to walk through your house, you know, and it's hard to connect because that's never been an issue for me. But in this book, uh, Dr. Vance compares a hoarder to someone being too busy. So a hoarder collects items where someone who's overly overly busy uh, collects commitments. And then, you know, the connection is that Someone who's overly busy refuses to purge activities, uh, where a hoarder refuse, refuses to purge um, items or personal items. So it's not much difference. I can definitely see the connection. Um, and one thing that I noticed too, when I get really busy, I have a hard time of staying organized. You know, I, I have a hard time anyway, just kind of on a personal tip of parting with things. I love to collect memorable items, even as crazy as receipts. Like, do I, I might need this receipt. I might take it back, I might not, you know, do I need it for tax purposes? I always tend to hold on to receipts. Um, And then my wife always picks on me because, you know, I have all these things from my childhood um, that has value, but what is the true value if it's keeping you from being organized or keeping you from even being able to find, you know, your day-to-day things, your wallet, your keys, um, your phone. One thing I noticed that when I'm really busy, I have a hard time of focusing even on tasks like that. So, and that's always frustrating. Um, So busyness clouds your judgment and it also keeps you from having clarity. And clarity is important in achieving your dreams, as well as important to helping you be productive. So those are just some of the, um, I guess, ill effects of being overly busy. So now that we've talked about some of the reasons or some of the ways to see that, hey, I might be overly busy and busyness might be a problem uh, in my life. So one thing we like to do here on this show, we like to work on your mindset as well as give practical tips uh, to help you be more productive, help you be successful in whatever you want to achieve. So I'm not going to leave you alone with just feeling bad saying, yes, that's me. I'm too busy. Uh, let's talk about some things that we can do to try to correct that business. So number one, you have to decide if business is worth it. You know, so like we mentioned before, some of the side effects that business might cause call, in your life, is it worth it uh, to truly just try to hold on to all these commitments if it's hurting you, if it's bad for your health, if it's bad for your family, bad for your, your co-workers, bad for those that you're leading. So after you decide whether or not you want to get rid of busyness, you have to deconstruct some of the false narratives that you're telling yourself about business and kind of accept that, hey, this is an issue. This is a problem that if it, I don't rid myself of this problem, it's going to affect me in the long term. And then you have to construct some new ideas and new thinking um, and then draw others in, draw your coworkers in, draw your family members in. So um, the business vortex that he talks about is hurry, worry, and scurry. Um, so always, if you feel like during your day, you're always rushing from one commitment to the next. Uh, when you schedule meetings and give yourself no time in between, you know, one meeting ends at 12:30 and you should be walking into the other meeting at 12:30. Things, when you schedule your, make your schedule that tight and don't allow for um, anything that to go wrong, you know, to get caught at a red light, to need to get gas, Um, if you forget your cell phone and have to double back, when you book your schedule that tight, you can always count on something, you know, going away and now you're trying to rush from the one thing and now you're 15 minutes late and now the rest of your day it's going to be ruined because you're just going to be worried about the next commitment, scurrying around, trying to get to whatever you have to do. So one way to combat busyness is to schedule for mishaps in your day, to leave 15 minutes in between uh, one meeting and the next, just in case it runs over a little bit, Um, to actually plan in and plug in time uh, to check your email, to check your phone. um, If you need to, make a phone call, actually put that in your schedule. Uh, one thing, one funny uh, example that he used, for instance, if you have a doctor's appointment and you have having a doctor's appointment at 11 o'clock and you schedule 30 minutes on your schedule for this doctor's appointment. Now, when's the last time you've been to the doctor and got in and out in 30 minutes? Probably never, but you got to, yeah, you, you said amen too quick to that. So. For instance, if you go to a doctor and you know hmm, he might be running behind or I might need to get some special tests done. So instead of scheduling a 30, 45 minute period of time, put in a two or three hour block. Or if you have to go um, across town and you know traffic might be bad, do you want to have to try to drive 80, 90 miles per hour to make it? Or do you want to make yourself give a little cushion just in case you run into traffic? So that's one way uh, to try to Uh, keep from being too busy. Uh, The other thing is that you have to replace inhibiting thoughts that you might have or beliefs um, with new empowering truths. So write down thoughts that make you feel trapped. Do you feel like I need to do more to be more? uh, Or do I need to get more to try to achieve a certain level? So if these are some of the thoughts you have to combat those with positive things you know and this is where affirmations may come in I am enough simply because I exist not but based off what I achieve um you know that you're not who you are I mean you are not based on what you achieve you are not based on your status um you are enough just by being a human being so some of the bad habits that lead to business kind of like we talked about and this is one that I'm really bad at and this is one that really kind of a a gut punch is that defaulting to yes without even considering no. So many times when someone, hey, will you serve on this committee? I just wanna say yes so bad um, that I'll usually make a way to say yes. So one way that you can do to combat if you have that similar problem to me is default to no and then defend to yes. So, hey, can you be on this committee? No, I can't, but let me check and see, I'll think about it. So without, if you are someone who just reflexively says yes, then try to default to no, and then make sure that this is something important enough, that it means enough to you, um, is that something that's gonna bring you value as well uh, before you really accept it. So that's one big uh, default to no, instead of just always saying yes. Um, Because saying yes will easily keep you overcommitted, And then also if you live without boundaries, um, for instance, in your work day. Um, so if you say, hey, I'm going to just go to work and I'm gonna stay at work until I finish. If there's no definite end point to your day, that can lead you to being overcommitted. Or if, you know, now we live in this technology era where you can even do telehealth from a medicine standpoint. Or from a work standpoint, from a corporate standpoint, you have work email on your personal phone. You have work email, so even when you're on vacation, you can still be plugged in to your job. Seems like every time we go on vacation, it's not necessarily me, but my wife seems to always get an orthopedic complaint or an orthopedic emergency via text. So it's always, sorry to bother you, but could you please ask your husband you know, could he see me on Monday? Or are you guys around? My child just fell off the merry-go-round. I don't well, not merry-go-round. I guess most of those have been taken off the playground. But you get my point. Um, there seems to always be an acute injury as soon as we leave town. And if we were disconnected, we wouldn't even worry about it, and we wouldn't know about it. And the person who's trying to get help would find another way. So that's one thing. I often feel that if I don't do it, then it won't get done. But truly, if you don't do it, they'll figure out a way to do it. Um, So there's an interesting term that I learned was Parkinson's law, never really heard of this before, but it says work expands to fill the time allotted. Work expands to fill the time allotted. So if I say I'm gonna work from eight to four, I'm gonna have enough work to fill up that time slot. If I say I'm gonna work from eight to eight, I'm gonna have enough work to fill up that time slot. So if you do not give yourself boundaries, then you will find enough work or you will not be as efficient or as focused during your work period. Or if you're more focused, you know, if you give yourself a definitive time or a period to work in, you might even find that you'll be more efficient and more focused. So as I mentioned before, one way of kind of decluttering your uh, work day is by designing space in your calendar for emergencies. Put 15 minutes in between appointments, uh, put a time block in for your workouts, even put a time block in for planning your day um, and kind of going back, reflecting over your day um, and thinking about things that you need to do in the future. And also one thing that I never do is schedule white spaces um, in my calendar. And what I mean by that is taking a day where you just reflect and plan, where you absolutely absolutely have nothing planned on your schedule schedule. And in this book, Getting Unbusy, you know, they made a recommendation that at least every four to six weeks have a day where you do absolutely nothing but plan and reflect or relax. Um, and then one thing too is what about your vacations? When you go on vacation, are you relaxing or do you come back home from your vacation more tired, more fatigued, worn out, always saying, hey, I need a vacation from my vacation. So I know I'm definitely guilty of that. Most of our vacations seem to be very packed, uh, trying to do better with sometimes just going to disconnect. Um, But when you have three kids and, you know, have to get back to work, it seems that you try to cram as much in as possible. So that's one reason why on this show we often talk about financial freedom because financial freedom leads to time freedom. So if you have financial freedom, you might not have to work, worry about a three or four day vacation. You might be able to afford to take an extra week or two off. So it doesn't always seem like you're just rushing and rushing, rushing out of town, rushing back in town, and then having to go back to work. And as we know, Anytime you take time off, you're going to pay for it when you get back. So kind of the take home point behind all of this is that you want to live a life on purpose, have a purposeful life, um, have a productive life, but have peace. So you want to discover your true purpose. You want to be productive, but you want to do it in a peaceful manner. Um, So that's really the reason why the focus is so much on being getting unbusy. Um, because if you're not, if you're just running from one thing to the next, the hurry, worry, and scurry keeps you from having true peace and it keeps you from being productive. So I know that I or have a lot of things that I want to accomplish outside of the field of medicine, you know, from investments, uh, real estate investing, investing, public speaking, you know, this podcast. So if I'm juggling all these things, then I have to get really focused on trying to eliminate some things that are not uh, productive or that are not really adding value to my life, uh, to my family. Um, so if I don't do that, I'm just gonna be overwhelmed. And when I'm overwhelmed, I'm not focused, I'm irritated, You know, I'm not productive, my mind is, is clogged. Um, so clarity, if I don't have clarity, I don't have productivity. So this is one thing that I'm really focused on on my life as I take on new things that I'm starting to eliminate some of the other commitments in my life. So things that will suffer if you do not get unbusy are your relationships, relationships with family, friends, relationship with God. You know, one of the things that I noticed that when I get really busy, I don't do my devotionals the way I want to. I don't pray the way that I want to, the way that I know I need to, uh, to stay focused. Also your recreation. First thing that goes, get really busy stop working out, um, stop doing the things that energize me, uh, things that keep me healthy, and then rest. Of course, like you said, if I, my mind's running all the time, waking up in the middle of the night, going to bed late, and then waking up fatigued, waking up tired. So plugging in those rest days for physical rest, for mental health, uh, for mental rest, as well as physical rest are very important. And then schedule in time to reflect I reflect so in sports, you know you play a game, but before you go to the next game, what do you do you review the game film from the previous game, so you can. Uh, make corrections, so you can be more efficient, so we need to do that same thing in life, we need to review what's going well what's not going well, so we can make an adjustments, but when you're just going from one task to the next you don't really have time to do that so. Our dreams are being affected by busyness. So what's the difference uh, between a dream and something that's a priority? So a dream is a long-term desire without a plan. A dream is a long-term desire without a plan or without a deadline versus something that we make a priority, uh, which is something if you make your dreams a priority, that's when they turn into reality. So just know that if you continue to live this busy life, your dreams are being affected. In order for your dreams to turn into a reality, you have to make them a priority. So that commitment of being on the PTA, that commitment of being team mom, that commitment of being on another board at the hospital, a commitment of being on another committee Um, just because someone asked you, is it worth your dream? So just remember, I'm not preaching to you. I'm literally talking to myself and hopefully this will help someone else. Um, So just kind of to review what we've been talking about. So busyness is not necessarily because you're out doing bad things. Busyness is simply an overcommitment to doing too many good things. And if you're not as you take on more commitments, it's very important to try to get rid of some other commitments. Um, And it's also just like you need to get rid of, a hoarder needs to get rid of things. Um, A busy person needs to get rid of commitments so that you can have clarity, so that you can have focus, and so that you can achieve the level of success that you wanna have. So my goal from this is to help develop an unbusy calendar to try to declutter some of my days um, so that I can continue to be productive so that as I take on new tasks, I don't suffer and my family or my coworkers don't suffer uh, due to my business. So as a leader, it's our responsibility to choose to get unbusy because it affects the way that we lead, it affects the way that we interact with other people um, and it affects our whole life and our health. So, you know, what do you guys think? You know, did anyone say, man, this is me as well? If this episode uh, brought you value, please reach out to me. uh, Give me feedback. Let me know. Um, One thing I forgot is that you can go to the website. I'm going to put the information about this Getting Unbusy book um, by Garland Vance in the show notes. Um, He also has a a Getting Unbusy book uh, test that you can take. And I took that um, test and it said that I'm a busyness addict, uh, meaning that I'm addicted to uh, over committing myself and that I also place a lot of value on being busy. Um, So, like I mentioned, this is something that I'm really focused on because I know to continue to be uh, productive with some of the plans that I have in the near future, that I have to be more focused and have more clarity on what's important. So as you know, this podcast, I'm sharing what I learned in real time with you and hopefully it brings you value. Um, If so, please share this episode with someone that is overly busy, overly committed, um, who might or might not even recognize it. Um, So as always, I really appreciate you continuing to come back. Uh, Please leave a five-star rating for this podcast. Uh, Leave me a review. Go to the website, check it out. Uh, Be in touch with you. Until later, peace.